Hey guys, I'm Trent. And I'm Garrett. And we're Critically Awesome. I'll be back. Good evening, ladies and Welcome back, Critically Awesome Crew. This is Season 3, Episode 7. We had a lot of fun with my brother Tristan discussing Season 7 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Make sure to go check it out at criticallyawesome.net or on your favorite podcasting app. This week, we are going to be discussing our top 5 favorite actresses, and we're going to see how much it has changed since 2016 when we first did this on YouTube. Now, Garrett... I don't know about you, but I've got quite an awesome list, and I do have some that didn't quite make the cut, but they're definitely going to be mentioned because I think they deserve that recognition. Yeah, I was having trouble picking. Um, definitely my last like uh, uh, slot five and four. I had issues trying to decide who I wanted to put there. Um, but I'm excited. To, I mean, I'm very interested to see what we'll come up with um, compared to what we did in 2016, which I went back and actually watched that. Still cringy. How cringy? Um, yeah, it's still bad. <laughs> I was going to ask how how bad is it? It was bad. I mean, because like some part of part of your video like was cutting in and out uh, at one point. It was it was just it was bad overall. It 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 was like an hour and a almost an hour and a half. Uh, video that we did so yeah uh what have you been up to um so last episode this is this is kind of what i like about what we're doing right now we're kind of going back revisiting some old topics seeing how they are and we get to go back and kind of see our growth honestly as critically awesome we get to go back to when we first started and see that cringe fest but we actually watch our growth and how well we've improved and how much we've like we didn't know anything about podcasting when we started, that's for sure. Oh yeah, but, definitely not. You know, we we've got a very well executed podcast now. We've got a great outline, thanks to you. And, you know, we've got actual structure. And when I go off and I say, Yeah, I'm gonna start I'm gonna go uh check out I'm gonna be a part of this other podcast here for a little bit. Oh, what's the structure like? What's the story like? What are you always about? I'm like, uh 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 <laughs> But you know, we're, we're, we're kicking ass, taking names, you know, and I'm absolutely, I, I'm loving it. You know, we're, we're for a little bitty podcast. We've got some great structure, but yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. To answer, but to answer your question though, I'm doing pretty good. You know, um, things at work are starting to heat up again and we're going to try to, we're going to be getting students back about sometime next week. And, uh, we're getting, we're getting ourselves trained and ready to go to see how we should tackle all of that with uh the coronavirus and stuff like that so yeah, it's, it's gonna be a interesting, be interesting to see how life continues on um after all of us being so most of us in the country being shut in um where it didn't really change it didn't really change much for me as far as that stuff because i work the whole time i work in a hospital i get then if anything it kinda of slowed down a little bit in surgery, but other than that that actually kinda of helped us because we were able to get to equipment that usually we can only get to before or after hours essentially. So 
it helped out in the long run, but um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how um, going back, like you know, going back out to eat is gonna be like. Uh, going out to bars is gonna be like, you know, it. It's, it's a little different because I've 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 actually started going out to eat because I live in Branson. And we're opening back up, you know. Um, I went out to eat last night with Tiffany at Olive Garden. The place was empty because it was you know closer to closing time, but. The only thing different was no. That's because that's, that's all garden. That's why. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> especially in Branson. <laughs> I I did it because <laughs> Tiffany loves that place. She likes the nochi soup there. Okay, the chicken nochi soup. Not gonna lie, it is really good. Um, I mean, it's just you know fancy chicken and dumplings, but you know, it's it's not bad. We got ourselves a bottle of wine. We just we kind of got uh about an hour away from the kids and it was fantastic so it's good that's good but it felt like we were we had the whole restaurant to ourselves we had a fantastic server uh somebody who you and i actually know zane cutting uh he actually asked about the podcast too so you know that was kind of cool but you know how's he doing how's he doing he's doing pretty good he's he's doing really good actually that's good but yeah um yeah we i i've been uh we're actually going to be getting chicken chickens uh here in the next month or so uh, actually in a so couple I'm weeks egg man uh what are you getting them from tractor supply no uh because um the chickens they have there they don't really they're not sexed i don't think um or if they are they're um just a random random breeds they don't know what they are because they just get whatever they get from hatcheries but we found a really? Found a the hatchery one I've got down here, like the one that we have down here. They have them sexed. They've got them separated into what breeds they are. Uh, they tell you exactly what, like they're good for. for it's yeah. like it's like perfect for the like first time chicken owner. So I'm actually kind of surprised they don't have it the same way up there. Yeah, I don't know if it's that or if it's because uh, a lot of hatcheries definitely up here are are remotely close around here or are a uh, out of chickens to like August. Um, hmm. And, but we found this one hatchery called the uh, Heartland Hatchery and uh, they're decently priced and they actually kind of go, they have these called chick days where they bring chicks to all these um, like farm and supply uh, stores and they have some like, they go down south like towards Nixa and Bolivar area as well as like up here go up a little north of Gladstone here in Kearney, and then, like, they even go in Kansas as well. So um, we're excited for that. And then I we've been uh, building uh, the chicken coop and run, got the main stuff put up. It just got to kind of finish uh, framing it and uh, putting in the the uh, the wire, the um, hardware cloth or whatever I decided to put on the outside to keep the predators out. And uh, definitely mm-hmm. very excited to see, excited and interested to see how this adventure is going to be. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm actually, I, Tiffany and I have considered getting chickens as well, um, but it's it's not going to happen for a while. I mean, uh, are you planning on naming your chickens at all? Oh yeah, like which sadly the one that I really wanted, the breed that I wanted, which maybe I'll get it later on. Um, you can, you can order them online too. Uh, I wanted to get a Leghorn breed and call it Foghorn mm-hmm. Leghorn. 
Um. <laughs> we we were gonna name ours like Star Wars characters, um, like Princess Leia. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Luke Clucker, Sky Clucker, or something like that. We we had all these crazy names. Um, Kylo Hen. Oh, that would be a good one. That'd be a good. One. I might steal that one, maybe. If I, if I get one in black. But uh, I would definitely suggest if you kind of are thinking about it or at least interested in doing it, make sure that Hollister allows you to do that. You're allowed five chickens. Okay. Uh, make sure I've looked, it's... I've looked into it. Make sure it's nothing else either because like up here, I'm allowed five hens, but no roosters and as well as it has to be 30 feet from any property line. It's dumb. But anyway... Anyways, we'll get on to. We'll, we'll talk more about chickens after the podcast. This isn't the uh, chicken. <laughs> what the? This isn't the critically chicken podcast, but you know, <laughs> that'd be a hell of a podcast. We could run our own chicken chicken podcast. Call it critically hint uh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you want to talk about our Patreon, Triton? You talk about Patreon. I'll talk about the stream. How's okay. that sound? All right, all right. That's that's my form of income for this. Well, um, if you uh, one really good way to support our podcast is go to patreon.com forward slash critically awesome, and it uh, yeah, we have two tiers uh, in our Patreon. It, there, the awesome tier is just a dollar, and that's just a shout out you get for the next episode that airs. Uh, you know, just kind of. Uh, we acknowledge that and thank you guys. Thank you for you uh, donating that dollar to us. And then the next tier is the, the critically awesome tier, which is a four dollar tier. You get a shout out as well as you get to listen to the newest episodes uh, before anyone else. And usually I try to get those out like the Friday or at least that weekend before the po- the episode comes out on that following Wednesday. Uh, you can go to go to uh, to support the uh, support the support tab on our website and click the red become a Patreon button. I'll take you to our Patreon page. Uh, that's a really good way to support us. As well as on our website, we have a merch tab. Click that, and you can get some really awesome merch. Uh, and they're very comfortable. I'm I'm wearing my my shirt right now, my critically awesome shirt right now that I wore during a Branson Comic Con. And it's comfortable. I love it. I actually want to get some, uh, maybe a sweater or something like that. But they have so many things you can get with our logo on it. So if you want to support us there as well, that'd be fantastic. Because we would be very excited if people were buying our merch. Because you know, you means you want, you know, you want to, you like listening to us and everything. So definitely go do that. Like I said, uh, go to Patreon if you want to support us that way, or even go and get a T-shirt or whatever that uh, catches your fancy yeah i had to order a new t-shirt because mine got ruined in the washer um we're not going to go into the details of what happened to that shirt but um yeah i ended up buying myself a new shirt and i thought about getting myself like a tapestry to go behind me that'd be cool uh because while you can also go to patreon or if you, you could go to our website you could also support us by watching our stream that I do uh, when I stream video games. And I wanted to get that tapestry to have as a backdrop right here behind me, which if, you, if you've watched our streams before, you kind of know what my backdrop kind of looks like. I've got so much more that is hidden 
that you can't see at a camera view. But, you know, once I get my, uh, my man cave downstairs built, um, eventually, sometime in the later future, who knows, you're going to be able to see everything because I'm going to make, I'm going to make it tailored for everything, soundproofing and everything to where, yeah, but you can get tapestries there. You can get mouse pads. You can get coffee mugs, which I'm really considering getting. Uh, laptop uh, cases, um, phone covers, stickers, you name it. You can get it on our merch um, at criticallyawesome.com. Click on the merch tab. Another way you can support us, watch, our, watch my stream. You can send stars that away. Um, every 10 stars is uh, 10 cents in... No, every 10 star, yeah, is 10 cents in my, in coming to us. And, uh, I met my goal, uh, last month, uh, in two weeks. And my, my goal was, um, what was it? A hundred, a hundred or 10, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000 stars. Yeah. 10,000 stars. And I met that within two weeks and I was uh, blown away. Uh, by that and what they what I got out of that was I, I told them if hey if I meet my goal my daughters get to do a makeover uh, to me on on stream and I met that within two weeks I was like holy crap my daughters got to give me a makeover on stream they put glitter in my beard I was blowing glitter out of my nose for at least a day and a half after that because they put so much glitter in my beard that was like aerosol glitter and it just sprayed right out my nose in my mouth they put foundation and, and mascara or not mascara eyeshadow and all this other fun stuff on my face it was i i i loved it but i also hated it at the same time because i don't know it was it was fun and it was good for for our our viewers and everything like that so uh this next goal is going to be um 15,000 stars and um this is a first exclusive you haven't heard this on stream yet because i haven't said this on stream i don't think if i meet that goal within the end of next month i'm going to let my friend melissa um wax, wax you oh yeah she's She's gonna give me uh, a wax like forty, on like forty old, like forty old virgin wax kind of stuff. Like where she like I, I wouldn't like go that far. Chest. Uh, yeah, that I told her I was like, I want you to come up with something creative, something fun to where I can not only promote your business, but it gets people to laugh at my pain. Ugh. She should wax your leg. No, no. Yes. No, no. All right. If you Look, guys agree with me, that'd be like waxing. Tell no. Trin that you want no. him to wax his leg, uh, and just make it patches of his leg. Don't even make it it's his full leg no. either. It's like a couple, pa well, couple patches. I I was thinking like armpit. You know, we could do that. I wax my eyebrows. You know, no eyebrows easy are stuff. no, no, no. It has to be legs. Yeah, no, eyebrows, armpits, arms for all I care. You know, uh, and then she's probably gonna do like something with like her esthetician stuff and you know basically give me a make or uh i'm going to be promoting her business and she's going to be giving you guys a show only only if i get to that fifteen thousand stars and i'll be saying something like that on my next stream as well but anyways um that's that's a great way that you can support us directly uh with our with my first payout i'm actually going to get myself a new chair 
because this thing is old. It's basically wood now, so it's super uncomfortable to sit on. And I sit on this thing for hours on end playing video games, so while I stream. All right, um, Garrett, you've got something uh, that you'd like to talk about um, that's pretty important to you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, so it is the season of Pedal the Cause. And some of you might ask, uh, what pe- what is Pedal the Cause? It is a big event that they have in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, where thousands of people raise money for cancer research at Siteman Cancer Center in St. Louis. Now, I this is this thing really hits home with me because my my aunt and both my grandparents uh, have uh, gone through treatments at at the Siteman Cancer Center. Uh, sadly, my grandparents two years ago uh, passed away, but uh, my aunt she she has battled it and has overcome uh, her brain cancer that she got. And they did an amazing job. They 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 really took care of my family. And so, one hundred percent of what I raise and what anyone raises for this event that goes to it. This goes to pedal uh, goes to cancer research. And my goal this year is to raise six hundred dollars. So I raised five hundred and twenty five dollars last year. This will be my third year participating in the cause and sadly this year though I won't be able to actually ride in the event usually I do the metric century which is 66 miles and sadly I won't be able to because I had to move my wedding because of COVID so um, and it's around that time frame so uh, but what I propose to you listeners is that if I reach my goal of 600 $600 I will do a century ride. That is a hundred miles. That's a hundred mile bike ride. I have never done anything more than sixty six miles. So, I am definitely looking forward to doing a century, but also not looking forward to it because that's at least five or six hours in the saddle, um, depending on how well I'm doing. But now, like can I you s- do a virtual ride? So that's what I am is a virtual ride rider, which just means that I, I raise money for it essentially. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to actually go do, if I reach my 600, 600 mark, I will do a century ride. Otherwise I probably just gonna go try to do maybe my six, the usual 66 miles that I usually do for it. But, uh, so, but to go do this, you need to go to, support tab on our website at prettyclayawesome.net and go to the go to the big green donate button. That'll take you straight to my Pedal the Cause page and that's where you guys can donate. So I'm definitely I'm I'm really asking for your, your listeners help here to help me raise money to help people uh, fight cancer and to you know just for them to be able to go through treatments that maybe they won't be able to afford and that's that's the whole reason of this is to be able to do for them to be able to do that uh so like i said go to our support tab and go to the big green donate button i'll take you straight to my pedal the cause page or you can go to pedal the and that and just look at my name garrett donovan and it will you can also look at my page there as well that's pretty awesome garrett 
Um, if you want uh, a one-stop shop for all podcasts around the state of Missouri, go to podcastmode.com. There's roughly 50 podcasts on there. That's podcastmode.com. That's where we get a lot of our guests going on, uh, coming onto the onto our our show. It's through Podcast Mode. It's a great place to go um, if you're looking for more podcasts and you want to listen to something more around the state of Missouri. Let's roll right into our at-home recommendations. I, um, looks like I'm the only one that has, uh, watched movies or TV, as you can see, as you've heard, Garrett has been pretty busy, so. Yeah. He hasn't been, been able to actually I, I've watch I've been pretty TV. busy. I myself don't have, like, a lot of, of movies and TV that I watched. Um, the ones that I have, I've talked about several times, don't need to go over it again, or I watched it for, like, five seconds, like, this fucking sucks, and I'm done with it. So, um... There's that. But there was one that I watched that really stood out to me that was just a waste of two hours of my life. And that was Uncut Gems on Netflix starring Adam Sandler. Now, I'm, we're probably going to get a lot of hate from this because apparently this was one of Adam Sandler's best movies that he's ever done. And I'm telling you right now, it was not. It was. I, I'm giving it a 55 on the critical potato scale. I had it lower. Um... But somebody made me start thinking about it. Um, it's a hodgepodge movie, honestly, and it's hard to follow. And Adam Sandler's face is just so stupid to look at during the entire film. It's hard to get past this his just goofy look he's got on his face the whole time. And it's he's a a a um, jewelry store owner who happens to find who happens to get uh, across this uh, Middle Eastern black opal that is super rare and he thinks it's worth worth millions of dollars um, and um, Kevin Garnett from the Lakers or the Lakers good Lord from the Celtics during the 2008 run that they had when they won the playoffs or when they won the the NBA Finals um, he comes into the store and he and like Adam Sandler's character gets this black opal in whenever he's in the store and he shows it to Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett's like, I will buy this from you right now because it like connects with him somehow and he like it gives him good luck. And he says, I will buy this from you right now for like hundred and seventy five thousand dollars and he's like, No, it's not for sale, it's not for sale. I gotta put it on auction because it's worth millions of dollars. And I guess they get it appraised, and it's only like worth um, like a hundred thousand dollars to two hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. But the whole time, it's just he's getting his ass kicked, he's getting beat down. There's he he doesn't really ever win in this movie. And when I'm watching a movie, I want to see the main character win a few times and, and have some positives. This whole movie, he's just getting knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. And you think there's a glimmer of hope for him. And then he turns around and screws it all up like, all right, you've actually got some money. Great job. Oh, crap. Here comes some more people that you owe money to. And you're going to put the money that you just earned and bet it on something? What's wrong with you? Stop doing stupid things. And it just – it really – oh, my gosh. I forgot to put one more thing. I've got another movie too that really hit with me. Um Stop doing stupid things and and everything. But even at the climax of the movie, 
when you're like, all right, finally, he gets a win. He ends up getting... I'm not going to spoil it because I want you guys to go... I, I, I kind of want you to go watch it. I also don't want you to waste two hours of your life. Um, he finally wins. And then he gets knocked right back down. And so does the guy who is the main protagonist. Uh, he also gets knocked down. And there was no there was no real winner of the movie. And I guess kind of what I was hoping for with Uncut Gems was for Adam Sandler to go John Wick on some motherfuckers. And just go crazy and 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 get that ultimate win in the end. That's what I was like. I was I was hoping that's what it was building up to. That all this pent up anger and rage and embarrassment and and all this other stuff would finally make him snap, and then he ends up becoming this badass, like jewelry store owner who doesn't take crap from anybody. That's what I was really hoping for, and that way that you could make a sequel to that movie and and have like an uncut gems like you know trilogy or just series in general to where you're fully invested into that movie instead it was just very disappointing it was more disappointing to me than how no never mind nothing's more disappointing to me than how i met your mother season finale series finale (laughs) this was a close second uncut gems was a close second to how i met your mother's series finale in my opinion 55 on the critical potato scale Another movie that I watched that was fantastic, and I do mean fantastic, Rocket Man, the story of Elton John. If you suffer from depression, this movie will hit you. This movie will, will make you start thinking about things because Elton John's life was very hard. Yes, he had a very lavish life. He was very outgoing. He was very flamboyant. And we all know how he ends up. You know, he's he's happily married now with two kids. Um, but he had to go through a lot of things. Who And he also did a lot of really stupid things with his life as well. Pushed a lot of people out of his life. But he was pushed around and beat down and, and just... M- not accepted by his mother, not accepted by his father because because he was gay. And, you know, his mother knew he was gay, but she still said that – she said some very hurtful things. And the whole movie is is Elton John leaves the show at Madison Square Garden after he's just had enough. And he goes to this AA meeting, and he talks about from the very beginning of – why he is where he is right now he goes from it and and it goes from his past and it goes back to that aa meeting where he is just kind of recall like talking about it and he goes back to another part and it just and it just tells his whole life story rocket man is on hulu right now i am giving it a 90 on the critical potato scale it's got fantastic music the actor who uh plays elton is actually the one who is singing during the entire thing, during the movie. Instead of like with Bohemian Rhapsody, where they took vocals from Freddie Mercury 
and a guy who sounds like Freddie Mercury on YouTube and a little bit of Rami Malek's vocals and they meshed it all together. And in Rocket Man, it is literally just Ter- Tergon, I think is his name. I don't remember how to yeah, say his he's name. Yeah, he's the actor who was in uh, The Kingsman. Kingsman. Which is funny because that, that pretty sure that's probably what came all about, why he portraying, was portraying Ellen John because Ellen John was in the second movie of hmm. uh, Kingsman. It was... It it was, which and, and Rami Malek. He looks there's no like, way he could have hit anything remotely close to what Freddie Mercury could hit. But I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the actor, the actor could probably get who played Elton John in Rocket Man, probably could get pretty close to Elton John. It was. It sounded just like Elton John. Like Garrett, if you have the chance, you and Sarah need to sit down and watch Rocket Man because it is so. Oh my gosh, it is an amazing. It is right up there with Bohemian Rhapsody. I which I have yet to actually, I, I, I have yet to still actually see Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my God, Garrett, how are we friends? Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, definitely. I watched Alien, eighty-five on the critical potato scale. I've never. I I thought that I'd watch Alien before, but I'm sitting here watching it and I'm going, Oh my gosh, wow! This is and this is like the original Alien from like 1979. The the special effects in that still hold true to this day. They are fantastic, and it's got those jump scares that, like, you expect in an alien movie. Um, after I wa- after I've played Alien: Isolation, I had a few jump scares where I was like, "Oh my god!" Just like I do during my uh, my our stream that I have been doing, and it is like there's there's so many things that are that the Alien game is calling back to on that movie, and I'm seeing that. And I'm and I'm looking at my the the game that I'm playing and I'm seeing some of the things from the movie and I'm like wow that's that's kind of cool to see uh, how that is uh, from game to movie and it's just the it's a great movie I I absolutely loved it I'm probably going to end up buying it and I want to watch the rest of the Alien franchise because um, Sigourney Reaver's character is a badass straight badass in that movie. Um, and this was before Ripley. This was way is that yeah Ripley, Ripley, Ripley. Yeah, Um, it's Ridley Scott, right? Who directed it? No, uh, Ridley Scott directs it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Ripley and Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's a little confusing, but Ridley Scott's an amazing director, and he was clearly he is a a visionary director and uh, a guy who was before his time for sure because this was before. We were really pushing for women, women to be heroes in the movie. It didn't really matter during that time. You had to be a buff, badass mother trucker with two machine guns in each hand to be a badass in the movies. And I'm talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, badass uh, Vincent uh, Van Dam, or not Vincent. Good lord. Um, anyway. Muscles and guns is what the 80s was all about, but Ripley really stepped out and showed everyone that you can be a woman, you can be pretty, and you can be a badass. Um, So Sigourney Weaver was fantastic in that movie. And then I've been watching um, ER, which is um, kind of self-explanatory. It's one of George Clooney's first roles, um, and it's it's about – an ER, but it's set. It's uh, from the '90s, and it's so '90s. But it is, it is a very nostalgic show. 
because I would watch, I would, um, when my mom had days off and it was just me and her, I would sit, I would lay my head on her stomach and we would watch ER together in the living room or in her bedroom, uh, while she relaxed. And, you know, I, I hear the theme song to ER and I'm instantly transported back to the nineties where I had no worries, no, no nothing. And life is good for a little bit. And ER really like, if you want to get hit in nostalgia, go watch ER. 85 on the critical potato scale. It's on Hulu. George Clooney's fantastic in that movie. It's long episodes. The stories are great. The writing is fantastic. Go watch ER. It's on Hulu. I've been watching a lot of Hulu recently because basically Tiffany's like, we need to get rid of Hulu. I'm like, no, here's 13 reasons why. <laughs> I've never even watched that show. Sorry, that was... It's a good one, but... Well, well what you later. need to do is once uh once you get up with your year of Disney Plus, just combine Disney Plus with Hulu. I probably would do that, but I've got Hulu with no ads, so Yeah, but you might have to go with ads. No, I'm not going with ads. I'm a spoiled bitch. <laughs> Alright, podcast, books, comics, and streamers. I pre-ordered the book the ballad of songbirds and snakes which is the prequel to the hunger games uh series and it's about cornelius snow during the 10th hunger games uh i don't want to give too much away both mostly because i have only read a, a small port i think i'm in chapter eight right now and so far i am loving every every page of this book it's the person you hate the most in the Hunger Games, and now he is the hero, I guess. We'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm really excited to come back to you guys in another two weeks to let you know what I feel about this book after I've gotten further into it. I'm also reading The Hobbit. Yes, I am reading two books at one time. This is an unprecedented time in Trenton's life, for I am now reading slash listening to books. Um, more than I am watching movies or TV. Yeah, because I mean, there's nothing, there's really nothing new recently for movie wise yet, because they had put a lot of stuff on hold. So, which is dumb, because yeah. we were going to watch a movie for our date night, but the movie theater is still closed. So I'm like, listen, I'm not going to get into it. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to lose any more listeners. Uh, Leo gets plays uh, as always. Man's a fantastic uh, content creator, and uh, another book I've been reading or I'm I've been looking over is the Ozarks' forty-three spectacular spectacular hikes in Arkansas, Missouri. And on Sunday, Tiffany and I are going to go to one of them. I don't know which one yet. We haven't really decided, but uh, I was given this book by one of our um, uh, head honchos of the college. Actually, her name is Doctor Sue Head. She is a fantastic lady. She gave me a handwritten note of how appreciative she is of um, everything I've been doing while the school's been shut down, how I'm making her feel uh, special. And um, every time she comes in and I um, make her feel like... Um, I make her feel very good whenever she comes in. And that's just 
basic customer service. She says it's a, a small thing, but it's really big in her books. So, you know, I wanted to give her a shout out. She's a great lady, her and her husband both, and she gifted me this book, and I couldn't be more uh, appreciative of that. So, anyways, uh, Garrett, what have you got? Well, I have. Also, I'm also listening to audiobooks uh, as well as reading some books. Uh, since I since we're going on this adventure of chicken raising, I uh, is it uh, raising chickens for dummies? Uh, no, but I might find that <laughs> just to try to read it anyways. But it's raising chickens just from building coops to collecting eggs and more is the title of this book, and. So far, I, I like it because it's pretty simple. It's um, not really in depth that much, but I might. I'm definitely going to have to start looking more in depth at other things once it gets closer to us actually getting the chickens, for sure. Uh, I've been reading also the first first book of The Witcher, uh, and I'm a little over halfway on that. And I've been. I'm actually now listening to Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. I I'm probably maybe an hour in, not that much in. Maybe that I'm not for sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm very interested to How, hear. What are you thinking of it? I'm very interested to listen to it and com, you know kind of compare it to what you told me about uh, the book. So I, I I'm very excited. Where are you at? Like where are you at? Like what part do you remember? Uh, I haven't re- listened to it recently. The last time I listened to it was on Saturday, and it was on my bike ride. So mm-hmm. it's I've slept since then. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you exactly what I couldn't pinpoint what part in the book I'm in right now. And then mm-hmm. podcast wise, and this is just because I listened to them today. But two bears, one cave with. Uh, Bert Kreischer, Kreischer and uh, Tom Segura, they are freaking hilarious. Uh, I I I don't know. That I can't even describe it very well because man, it their podcast is hilarious. I have yet to actually watch it on YouTube. I bet it. I bet it's even better when you watch it because you can just you get to see more what they're seeing and just kind of more how their reactions are. But this listening to it is. It's hilarious. I'm I'm laughing all the time at work while I'm listening to it. <laughs> it is a great podcast. Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer are just fantastic. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page for all the new movie and TV trailers. Uh, Triton tries to keep up to date with all the movie and TV news and trailers that come are coming out. As well as that's where it isn't too hard right now. Yeah, with uh, there's not much going on. Yeah, it's also Friday. I am really looking forward to Friday. Space Force comes out on Friday. Oh yeah, with uh, uh, Steve Steve Carell. Yeah. Oh, today I've I've been watching. Today they had to cancel uh, the the uh, SpaceX. um, The SpaceX. Yeah. Till Saturday. I was watching it as they were. Yeah, I was watching it today. Because um, it was going to launch during my break. I was like, yes, I get to watch it. Because I love space and I love rockets. I love, I love, I love that stuff. And I love that my daughter is interested in astronomy and all that stuff too because she wants to be an astronaut. Don't think it's going to happen because of her eyes and her lack of wanting to commit and be a do anything. But she's also a second grader, so can't really expect too much of her. Um, but uh, 
they were at T minus 17 minutes and they called it because of the weather. And I was like, no. And you can just see the defeat in their eyes. What's really cool is one of the uh, one of the astronauts on board who's going to this the International Space Station is from St. Anne, Missouri. So it was I was watching I saw the video of um, after they called it and the astronauts uh, their spacesuits now look like interstellar now like their spacesuits look like they're in interstellar. It's so cool. It like looking at it from like when we were launching in 2011. It's a night and day difference. It looks, it almost looks like a sci-fi movie, but it's reality now. That's what I was thinking. I, like, I was thinking it was suits. like it's been a decade since we have actually had a launch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost ten years. Well, I mean, if anything, I mean, it's great. It's better for you anyways because they're going to be launching on Saturday, so you can actually yes. watch it. And I'm going to put it, and I'm going to put it on my TV because I've got Facebook Watch on my uh, Fire Stick. And I'm going to be watching it on the TV instead of just going like this the whole time with my my hand, my face, and my nose, my nose, and my phone. Yeah. All it's right. To say than Let's did, get to sure. our main topic tonight, which is let's get down to the main event. Sorry, I had to. It's yeah, went went right through my head. <laughs> All right, top five female actresses. Garrett, I'll let you go ahead and start. Who is your number five? All right, do we want to? I, I'm pretty sure I asked this with some the male actors too. Uh, do we want to do our 2016 ones, or wait to see that after we said our now ones? I want to do where we say our now ones, and then we ha- I have to guess what my 2016 one was. Okay, okay. Because I have, I have no idea. Actually, I have no idea. I just want you to tell me. Just let me know what, what my 20... And I'm going to write it down, too, because I don't know. All right. So who's your number five? So my number five, and this was kind of hard because I, I feel like I just kind of put her there, but I couldn't figure out anyone else to put there. It's Scarlett Johansson. Now, like, she's a really good actress, and I, I like her as Black Widow, um, and but that's really all I can really think about. That, and I, I liked Lucy. Um, she was good in that one, as well as, I think, um, Ghost in the Shell was good as well. I just couldn't, I couldn't remember, because I think I've only seen it once. But uh, number five is uh, Scarlett Johansson for me, and... It doesn't. It's, it's not too hard because she's super easy on the eyes too. Yeah, I, but I was trying to see. I was trying to base a lot of these actresses on like movies that I really enjoy watching with them in it, and and personality also helps too. But like, I was just wanted to see if there. Like, I tried to list a lot of the movies that they they were in that I really enjoy, and really. I mean, Scarlett Johansson in the past decade has really only been in superhero movies. One role. Yeah. So I'm really interested and, and to see, see that's... what she's going to do with after in like you know ending the whole ten year saga with the Avengers. I'm curious to mm-hmm. see what she is she is going to do because she's also in the Jungle Book. She is um, she, not Shikran. She is the uh, she's the snake. Uh, and caw, 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 yeah, uh, or a crow. crow what are you, a bird? Yeah, uh, but caw, <laughs> caw. 
I, I, Scarlett Johansson, I think she's a badass. She's, I think she, she does really well in um, spy movies. I think it'd be cool to see maybe her to try to do that role, but like maybe have her own uh, kind of spy movie. I think that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did. I based mine off of how that person makes me feel when they are on screen. Do they captivate me? Are they memorable? Yeah, I agree. I agree. How is their acting? They had to be fantastic to be in my top five. Um, and they had to be absolute fucking legends. And I had to remember what they played in just off the top of my head. Um, and I thought about Uma Thurman as well as my number five. Like, I, I, I didn't even say it yet. Oh, sorry. Uma Thurman is my number five. Sorry, I thought you already did. And and that's because she is my favorite person and one of my favorite people in any of Quentin Tarantino's movies. When she is on screen on Quentin Tarantino's movies or even in a Tim Burton movie like the like Batman and Robin, she played Poison Ivy. She is a very memorable... And every time she comes on the screen, she is she is the focal point. And Kill Bill, it's all about her. Pulp Fiction, she is at the very beginning. No, where is she at in Pulp Fiction? Shit. Um, oh my god, she is in Pulp Fiction. I know she is. Yeah, she is. She's like the main person. In, she's a, she's one of the main people in Pulp Fiction. She's the girlfriend or wife of the like the main guy. Yes, right. Mila. Mia. She's Mia. In Pulp Fiction. And um, I can't believe I forgot about that. That's my favorite movie. Um, and But when she's on screen, she's she's there. And you know she's there. She has a commanding presence. And uh, what I was going to say was they don't have to be just... I mean, it helps that they're easy on the eyes. It really does. But if they command the screen... They're one of my top five. And it was hard to put her at number five. I wanted her higher up, but the other people that have got up there are well-deserving of where they are. But she's in movies like Kill Bill, Batman and Robin, Pulp Fiction, and many, many, many more. And she is just an absolute powerhouse when, she, when she's on the screen. Um, Garrett, who was your 2016? So my 2016 number five was Daisy Ridley. Star Wars was coming out at that time. That's why yeah, it was just it was, it was just after, because uh, it was in April. So it was cause, uh, Force Awakens came out in 2015 of December. Mm-hmm. Who was your who was my number five? Can you guess? I have no idea. You actually kind of had two. Um, you had Emily Blunt and Natalie Dahmer. Natalie Dahmer. That's right. I almost put her on. I thought about it. I was like, she's easy on the eyes, and she's really good on uh, on screen, and I love watching her on screen. And I, I, I think I put I put her in my honorable mentions. And um, that's another like category. a thing that I was thinking about on my actresses is that have they been anything recently that I really enjoyed as well? Not things that are mm-hmm. like a decade or more older but things that are recent. Like, 
I don't think Uma Thurman has been in anything recent, at least, that I can think of. She's coming up on a few things, and there's talks of Quentin Tarantino making a Kill Bill Volume 3. Yeah. Which is um, which would be awesome, but like what I'm saying is like but that's, for, for right now that's unconfirmed. Yeah, for right now it's that's what was also one of my decisions on who I picked because you know things that have been recent or at least that are in the not things that I that are older that you know I loved as a like Star Wars or you know st- stuff like that that was way before my time that I actually still like I enjoyed like. Like Uma Thurman, you know, I mean, Kill Bill was what in the '90s, I think. Early two thousand, uh, mid two thousands, I believe. Was it? I feel like it was older than that. Not really. Let me check. Let me look. IMBD. Oh yeah, you're right. Two thousand three. So, but yeah, something like you know stuff like that. Um. So my number four was Anna Kendrick. And I picked her because she, she doesn't have a lot of, like, I have, she doesn't have a lot of deep movies, but she is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Personality-wise, definitely, she is, she is hilarious uh, on and off the screen. And Pitch Perfect, I've watched those movies, I don't know how many times I watched the first movie, Pitch Perfect. I, I couldn't, I, I can't even count. I don't even know how many I, I have, how many, how much I watched that movie. But she's awesome. Same for me, but mine's mine's unwillingly watching it. <laughs> no, mine's definitely willing watching willingly watching it. Uh, I'm so done with with that, those movies, mostly because Tiffany watched those on repeat, on repeat the same day. Like, yeah, I wouldn't do she that. She got done with it and should restart. No, no, that was t- that is Tiffany when she's on a, a movie kick. She will watch it on repeat. She'll end it and then restart it all over again just to watch it. And she does that like she watches the same movie three or four times a day. Now she actually she it's probably more isn't it more or less just she it's more in the background. She's not really like physically like actively watching the movie. No. She'll physically actively watch the movie at least two or three times then or two times a day, and then it's in the background while she's cleaning. But right now, that's how she is with How I Met Your Mother. She'll just watch it in the background, and she's seen it more than I have. So, uh, I so like I was saying, Pitch Perfect, uh, definitely one of my favorites of hers, as well as uh, I think, and then I don't know, probably about a couple months ago or so, I watched a, sh- a movie with her I've never seen before. It's called uh, Mr. Right, and she kind of like mm-hmm. um, she kind of falls for this like guy that. He's kind of an assassin, um, and it's a it's a really interesting movie. I, I definitely I think I gave it like probably an eighty critical tatoes if I remember correctly, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I mean it's it's a it's a decent movie I think for what it is, but uh, that that would be my number four is it, uh, Anna Anna Hendrick Kendrick Kendricks Kendricks. <laughs> My number four is Kathy Bates. And that's an interesting pick. She, she is amazing. Now, she was going to be number five, but then I, th- I started thinking about it. Powerful presence on the screen. She also commands the entire time. Like, when she's on The Office, she commands that episode 
the entire episode. She could have a five second time on that on that episode, or her voice could just be on that episode. She that episode is all about her. Steve Carell Carell is second best to Kathy Bates when it comes to her being on that show. She's in the Water Boy. Now, who is one of the most quoted people on the Water Boy besides Adam Sandler? It's Kathy Bates when she says, "Football's the devil." You know, that's that's her. She's in the movie Misery. She makes she her acting and she is just she is so psychotic in that movie. She breaks that guy the writer's ankles and and she's just oh my gosh, you ha- you are convinced that she is a psychopath in that movie because of how well she can act and not many people act not a lot of people act as well as Kathy Bates. She's in the movie Titanic and when she's in the movie Titanic, even with Leonardo DiCaprio around her, where's the focus at? Is it with Kathy Bates? And I love her. She's got a very contagious smile. She is super funny. And though she hasn't been in a lot of stuff recently, she is still very memorable. And honestly, we need to start putting her in more stuff uh, than than what we are. Because I love Kathy Bates. Um, Garrett, who is your 2016? Uh, Helena Carter was my 2016. Helena Bottom Carter? Yep. Hmm. I like that. I think I had the same one, didn't I? Negative. Hmm. Can you guess? Who was my... I I did. Elizabeth Olsen. That's a good one. How did I not remember about her? Cause she that was during the time of the Avengers too. Yeah, because she's only really just like Scarlett Johansson. She's really only done like the Avengers since she's you know started acting. She's in a lot, but I tell you what, I love Elizabeth Olsen, and that that I kind of wish I would even I didn't even put her down in honorable mentions. Wow, look at me go. Number three, Christ. Mine would be. My number three was a Daisy Ridley. Oh yeah, and so the reason, yeah, so she moved up uh, because I, I think, and reason why is more, I'm, since she now is done with Star Wars, and probably done with it for definitely the foreseeable future. Um, I'm really excited to see what she is truly capable of because I'm pretty sure it's mainly Star Wars. Her IMDb is Star Wars as well as um, I like the Murder Express. Have you seen that, Trenton? No. The Murder on the Orient Express? Yes. I want to really bad, but I have not seen it. I thought it was really good. Um, which she had a small part in it. Like a very small part, really. So... I am definitely very excited to see what her future is as far as movie TV show movies go. Which it, it might be a couple of years before we actually see her anything in there. Just so she, maybe she's trying to get to where the whole Star Wars thing kind of fades out a little bit more. But I don't know. But I'm, I'm very excited to see. I think she's gonna fit. 
I hate to say this, but I think she's going to fizzle out. She might. And we're not going to see much She might, but, or and she I might come back. That. I don't know, but I'm really hoping, because she, she is a very, she's a solid actress. She she does an amazing job, I think. Like, I mean, in all the Star Wars movies, she is solid in what she does, in my opinion. I mean, so I, I'm, I'm very interested to see her, her acting career, for sure. And that's why I picked her for three. My number three is the late, great Carrie Fisher. Now, she's in much, she's in more than just Star Wars, but she's always going to be my Princess Leia. She will always be my princess, and I will always miss Carrie Fisher. Even after death, she was still in the movies. She was still a commanding presence in Star Wars. And what J.J. Abrams and even Brian Johnson was able to do with the leftover footage that they had of her. When, when you see her on the screen now, you want to cry because you, you miss her and you miss what she did and when, what, what you felt when she was on the screen. She was in uh, the movie Fanboys. Um, because they were going, they ended up stopping by Carrie Fisher's house, and she was fucking batshit crazy, and it was hilarious. Um, so not only is she an amazing actress on Star Wars, but she's also funny as hell. Um, she what and um, the Blues Brothers. She's in Blues she Brothers. In, yeah, and she's in When Harry Met Sally as well, and you know, off screen she was hilarious. She has so many memorable quotes, and she's only number three because I've got a lot of other really good ones that I really love, and unfortunately, she cannot be, she is not making any more movies, unfortunately, because of her tragic passing. And it's hard just talking about Carrie Fisher because she has such a special place in everybody's heart and I know she got a special place in mine I mean she was one of my first crushes when I was growing up so you know because of how well she did and how much I of course miss her she's number three on my list Garrett what was our 2016 well it was the same for both of us actually oh yeah it was Jennifer Lawrence oh yeah well, we'll get. Let's just put J Law for that part. Well, who's your number two? My number two is Amy Adams. Amy Adams. So, some of the movies that I really enjoy her in are uh, Leap Year. That's a really good rom com. Definitely recommend that one. Uh, she is Lois Lane in Superman. And any and also any of the DCU movies that have come out so far, I don't know. If she, I don't think she's in Wonder Woman at all. I don't think so. Um, Passengers, which is a good movie. That, oh, no, no, sorry, not Passengers, not Passengers. Um, Trouble, uh, Trouble with the Curve with Clint Eastwood. That was a mm-hmm. very good movie. And then uh, the recent TV show she was in, which I. Th- think is an hbo exclusive one it's like a mini series uh sharp objects uh that was a very dark and gritty like tv show and 
I, I definitely re- really recommend it to anyone uh, who is interested in that kind of stuff. But Amy Adams, I feel like she is, any role that she's in, she she definitely takes, she she's the she's that woman that will you know she's the lead woman. She takes she takes the lead and will go with it. And I mean, in Superman, even though like she's Lois Lane, and so she has a very demanding presence, even compared to like freaking Henry Cavill, you know, and. Leap Year, I, I that's like one of my favorite rom com movies, honestly. I mean she's she's really funny in it and it's a it's a very great story, uh or plot for the movie. So and Trouble of the Curve, I mean, I think that was directed by Clint Eastwood. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. But uh it's where just you know, you have a daughter and um a father, they they were kinda separated for a while and you know, they had, but they had a thing in common where they both really love baseball, and it's uh, it's definitely a very very good movie. I recommend that as well. But that's I picked her, uh, Amy Adams as my number two. My number two is the beautiful Jennifer Lawrence or J Law. She moved up in my my list, um, but with movies like The Hunger Games, Silver Linings Playbook, and American Hustle, she's another. Just powerful, um, commanding presence on the screen. Uh, she's got such a bright future ahead of her in acting. She's kind of slowed down a little bit, which is kind of sad. But I think that we're going to be seeing more and more of Jennifer Lawrence coming soon. And uh, I mean, what kind of slowed it down for her was she was an X Men, and those kind of flopped. And I don't. I, I think that unfortunately, I think that X Men kind of hurt her career. But she was in the movie Passengers as well, and you know, I, I have a feeling that pretty soon we're going to be seeing more uh, of Jennifer Lawrence, and I really hope so because I miss seeing her on the screen. But um, hang on, I've got to look something up before we I move on from J Law. Uh, let's see here. She does have some. Um, uh, coming up, like she's gonna be in a movie called Zelda. Um, uh, a mob movie is called Mob Girl, which is gonna, which is always fun. I love mob movies though, but she's got let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies coming up. Um, that have probably been delayed because of the coronavirus, but you know, I look forward to seeing what she's got coming up. Normally, if I see that Jennifer Lawrence is in it. I'm probably going to watch it. What's our 2016, Garrett? So, you had Emma Stone. And then I had uh, Kate Solid. Beckinsale. Who, uh, Did another solid choice. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now we're down to the, to the wire. Number one top Female actress of 2020, Garrett. Can you guess what mine is? Is it? Is it Emma Stone? Negative. Oof. Who is yours? Jennifer Lawrence. J Law. So moving up in the ranks. I I picked this. I picked her. Of course, on and off screen, she's amazing, right? But also because of what all the movies you listed off and 
I could actually pick those. You know, I pick those movies off the top of my head. Those are movies that are amazing. You know, Hunger Games. She was she portrayed Katniss to a T. She did an amazing job as Katniss. She she's who I pictured as Katniss in the book even before I watched the movie. Yeah. Actually, no. I watched the movie before I read the books. I forgot about that, but it was but very. But it's it's pretty damn close. I mean, yeah. they did an amazing job. Oh yeah. Uh, the Passengers with Chris Pratt uh, was in a great sci-fi movie, and you know it had really awesome storytelling. I thought uh, Silver Linings Playbook with um, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper. Um, very very great. It had, I mean, it talked about you know a lot of you know damaged people that are in the world where like they tried to you know where they can. Where they can actually express themselves in a way to where it, you know, it helps them out and actually, and it two people connecting. It was it was just awesome. I I don't know if I I don't think I really liked American Hustle. Um, it didn't really resonate with me. I didn't feel like, but I think it was more just because oh, the I, love I think it was movie. just more of the storyline, honestly. But uh, and I think she made a pretty good mystique, in my opinion. Um, when they rebooted oh, yeah, it, it was a great mystique. It was just the crappy writing that they had in there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's why I picked her as number one, though, is because I could name several movies off the top of my head for her. So that is why I picked Jennifer Lawrence as my number one. Who do you think my number one is? Oh, 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 oh. It's magic, you know. You went oh oh oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you were trying to give me a clue. Honestly, I can't think. Uh, I can't think of who it is. My number one top female actress of 2020 is the beautiful, amazing Emma Stone. Oh, I that was interesting. She moved up. Yes. And the only reason why is because I was sitting there thinking of all the movies she is in. And I was like, I love that movie. I've seen that movie a million times. Top movie, La La Land. I love that movie. That is my all-time favorite musical. Her, Lord bless you. Her and Ryan Gosling's chemistry on and off on the screen was amazing. I loved it. I love how... How she captivates the screen. She makes you. She makes you feel good when she is on the screen in La La Land, Zombieland. Once again, makes you feel good. Makes you laugh. I love. I love Emma Stone. I love her smile. I love how big her eyes are. If they were to make a live action Frozen, she needs to be Anna, honestly, because she's got those huge, beautiful eyes. I love Emma Stone. Easy A, funny, great storytelling. She takes it away. Spider-Man, she turns into a blonde and plays Gwen Stacy better than any person who played Gwen Stacy before her, which... No one has. little trivia for you, Mr. Yes, there has been one Gwen Stacy in the original uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. And I was going to ask you, do you know who played Gwen Stacy? And I will give you a hint. She's in the new Jurassic World movies. I don't know her name. Bryce... Dallas Howard. Yeah, I don't I don't even know that name very well. Oof. Big oof. She was also she also directed uh an episode in The Mandalorian and loves Star Wars. Just so you know. Uh, she's in the movie Birdman. 
I love that movie. That movie is crazy. Um, the Croods. Her voice stands out above everyone else's, and when you hear her voice, it's Emma Stone. Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. I love her. She is the ghost of Girlfriend's Past um, because she is Matthew McConaughey's first. Um, she popped his cherry, basically. And then she was fantastic in this movie, The Help. I love that movie, um, Emma Stone, and it's coming to Netflix next month. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that movie again. And Melissa will flip when she finds out that The Help is coming out soon. Emma Stone, number one. Garrett, 2016's number ones. I have no idea. I don't. I can't remember that far back. I, I uh, Margot Robbie was yours. No way! Wow, she dropped real low. And then mine was Sandra Bullock. She almost made it on the list, uh, was Margot Robbie. Now, my honorable mentions, ironically, the top one was Margot Robbie, so she would technically be number six. I just had to make room in my top five because I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. I also had Amy Adams in my top, uh, my honorable mentions, along with Betty White, Jennifer Aniston, Kate Winslet, and Mila Kunis in my honorable mentions. Um, I had Kate Winslet in top five, and I also had Jennifer Aniston in top five. Um, but I could only think of one really good, uh, a few good movies with Jennifer Aniston in it. And the only reason why I wanted to put her in there was because she's my Hollywood crush. She's 50 and she is killing it still. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all um, I can really think of that but, was worth would be either go with it or, uh, we're the Millers. Those are, I mean, they're, they're comedies. So. Horrible Bosses and Marley and Me were the ones that I really liked, and then there's uh, Will and Miller's as well. But um, but what took her off the list completely was uh, Friends. I can't stand that show. So, unfortunately, because of that, she got taken off the list. And Kate Winslet, the only thing I could think of was Titanic. I think that's really all that but she's been she's in, really. In, I mean... She's in, Diverge, in the Divergent series as well. Oh. But I didn't really care about the Divergent series. Yeah, I didn't either. But, but yeah, um, Mila Kunis, amazing actress. I love her. Amy Adams, strong character. She almost made it in there, but I was like, I, I have to have Carrie Fisher in there, and she's got to be in there, or or this list is invalid. But, yeah. Why don't you guys tell us who your top five female actresses are? I'd love to hear. And we're definitely going to put up – we're going to put something up on our Facebook later on. Uh, about who your top five favorite actresses are and uh if you give us some good ones maybe you'll be featured in our next episode of critically awesome so what do you think garrett what do you think of that i think that'd be a pretty good idea i like that i like that well to uh find all things critically awesome go check out criticallyawesome.net and that's where you can find all our episodes, all of our merch, and everything Critically Awesome. If you need to get a hold of us, check us out at, or email us at criticallyawesome2015 at gmail.com. Now, if you want to follow us on any and all of our social medias, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also on Facebook is where you can watch us, watch me play scary video games, scream like a girl, and possibly get a makeover here or there. Um... Check out Facebook.com uh, slash Critically Awesome, Instagram.com slash Critically Awesome, and YouTube.com slash Critically Awesome. 
Garrett, where can they find us? Where else can they find us? So for your listening pleasure, for your ear holes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, So please make sure to uh, subscribe uh, to our podcast on those apps, as well as uh, rate and review us. We definitely love to hear from you guys, and you rating and reviewing us allows us to get more feedback, as well as to have uh, newer listeners to be able to discover us. So definitely go do that. Out, do that. We it would greatly appreciate it. Um, so yeah, definitely do it on any of your favorite podcasting apps. 110%. Any and all feedback is appreciated. Unless you're going to be a hater, then you may leave. Um, the world is full of hate, and we don't need any more of it. <clears throat> anyway, Garrett, go ahead and close us out, my friend. Well, guys, we hope that you have enjoyed uh, Season 3, Episode 7 of um, Critically Awesome here. And uh, we greatly appreciate you listening. And I'm Garrett, and I'm Critically Awesome. Guys, I absolutely love all of you, and I'm so glad that you stopped by and listened to us. My name is Trent. I'm Critically Awesome. And remember, guys, stay awesome. Bye!